Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of The Skin Reel. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina, and I am so excited that at the time of this recording, I have had almost 4,000 downloads for The Skin Reel podcast. So thank you so much, listeners out there, for joining in, for downloading the podcast, and for sharing it with your friends and family. If you have found value in this podcast, I would love it if you would leave me a review and help spread the word about the Skin Reel podcast. All right, well, let's jump into today's episode, which is all about men and their specific skincare needs. Because yes, men do have skincare needs. And sometimes with all the skincare and beauty talk out there, I feel like men can get a little bit lost and forgotten. So I want to bring it back down to the basics so that men with all levels of interest in skincare can know how to take care of their skin and keep it healthy over their decades of life. Now, do men and women really have different skin and do they really need different skincare regimens? The short answer is no. We both, male and female, have a skin barrier. We have the same layers of the skin. We have the same structures within the skin, but there is some variability between male and female skin. For instance, men tend to have thicker skin. They also tend to have more oil glands, what we call more sebaceous skin. And they also have more testosterone, and this can make them more acne prone. And of course, they also have way more facial hair, and that brings up its own issues with, with skin, and we'll definitely talk about that later. Now, the basics of skincare are the same whether you are a man or a woman. And if you really want to be a minimalist, then the really two most important things you should do or the two non-negotiable things you should do. Number one, be sure to wash your face. Use a gentle cleanser, ideally morning and night, but really 100% at night. You want to wash away all the pollution and grime and dirt that's accumulated on your skin that's going to clog your pores. So be sure to 
at a minimum, wash your face at night, but ideally in the morning as well. And then of course, you know, I'm going to say this, you have got to wear sunscreen every single day. So just like for women, I recommend a broad spectrum sunscreen that covers UVA and UVB wavelengths and also an SPF of 30 or higher. Now, there are some differences with sunscreen that I do want to bring up between men and women. Men are going to need to put sunscreen on some slightly different areas than most women, unless women have very short hair. So in general, men tend to have short hair and their ears, the back of their neck, and sometimes their scalp is exposed more than women's. And so when you're putting on your sunscreen, you want to be sure to put it on your face, your neck, and any skin that's exposed. So for all my guys out there, don't forget to put it on your ears, the back of your neck, and the top of your scalp if that area is exposed to the sun. The other thing about sunscreen is that there are a is that I know a lot of guys who do not love the feeling of having products on their face and then they find that when they sweat, which men tend to sweat more than women, it will run into their eyes and burn and sting and it's really uncomfortable. And if you've ever had sunscreen in your eyes, you know that it does not feel good. So for anyone who finds this to be the case, I would recommend looking for a sport sunscreen that's going to be more water resistant and it will not run into your eyes when you're sweating. So it's better at stain put and not running down your face when you get hot. Now, women patients don't always love wearing a sport sunscreen because sometimes it's not as elegant feeling and it's not the greatest to layer under makeup. But for my male patients out there, I find that they really like this better because the sunscreen, again, will not run down their face and into their eyes. So that really can be a simplistic skincare regimen for a male listener out there if they want to keep it as simple as possible. There are some things that you can add into the mix if you like. If you tend to be more acne prone, you will probably want your face wash or your body wash even to be for acne prone skin and perhaps have an ingredient like salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide in it. And for men, sometimes they will get chest and back acne. And these can come in body washes that you use on your chest and back as well to help combat that. Now let's talk about shaving for a minute because I know this is a big problem for some men who are plagued with these razor bumps that happen after shaving. They look like pimples, they drain, or they form these large scars and plaques on their skin. And this has a number of different names, and it tends to be caused by ingrown hairs, and it especially occurs on the beard area at the back of the neck and men who have short, kind of coarse, curly hair. Now, there are some ways to help prevent this, and I will go over that in my tips for shaving. So for all you guys out there who are not using an electric razor, I want to go over just some shaving basics. The first thing you want to do is make sure that your skin 
is nice and moist. And the best way to do this is by shaving after you have been in the shower. When you're in the shower, the water tends to be hot. It is going to soften the hairs. It's going to soften your skin and it's going to give you a cleaner, closer shave. Once you get out of the shower, you can pat your skin dry and then you're going to want to use a shaving cream. And if you tend to have sensitive skin, then I would recommend using one designed for sensitive skin that is fragrance free. You are going to put the shaving cream on your beard area, wherever you're treating, and sort of rub it in in a circular motion. That way you are really coating all the hair follicles, which are going to help give you a cleaner, closer shave. After that, and this is really important, you want to make sure you are using a new or relatively new razor and one that is clean. Now, how many of you keep your razors in the shower between shaving? I know a lot of people do that, but it's actually a terrible idea because bacteria love to grow in damp, warm environments, which tend to be our bathrooms and our showers. So I would recommend you keeping your razor somewhere else where it can really dry and make sure that it is new or relatively new and clean. If you don't use a clean razor or it's been sitting in the shower, it can get some bacteria on it and then you're using it on your skin, you're making little breaks in the skin and you're going to be more prone to getting a folliculitis or infection and inflammation around the hair follicles. So use a clean razor and make sure you keep it in a dry place rather than in your actual shower. The other important tip about shaving with a razor is that you want to shave with the direction of the hair growth. So that is going to be actually going down your face rather than up, which I think most people probably do because it gives you such a nice, clean, smooth feel initially, but it actually can worsen ingrown hairs and razor bumps. So especially if you are having problems with those, make sure you are shaving with the direction of hair growth rather than against it. After you have shaved, you will wash your shaving cream off. Again, pat your skin dry and it's crucial that you then apply a moisturizer because you are going to want to help seal in those little micro traumas in the skin from shaving you're going to want to keep the skin hydrated and protected. It can be any kind of moisturizer. It can be a thinner moisturizer. It can be a thicker one if your skin tends to be dry. But one thing I would not recommend is using an alcohol-based aftershave because it will actually burn and dry your skin out and leave it more dry and irritated than when you started. So despite being marketed and sold and promoted, it's actually not a great option for aftershave. So just use something simple like a moisturizer. And if you do it in the morning, you can use a moisturizer with sunscreen and you've killed two birds with one stone. Now you don't even have to apply sunscreen because you've already done it. So those are my tips for preventing ingrown hairs and folliculitis when you are shaving. Hopefully that is helpful for some of you out there who have this problem. 
Now, during the day, if you are working in an office and you've applied your sunscreen in the morning, you are most likely going to be good for the rest of the day. However, if you work outside or in a job where you're outdoors or you're sweating, you may need to reapply your sunscreen throughout the day and be sure to wear a hat if you're going to be outside for prolonged periods of time. At the end of the day, you are going to want to make sure to wash your face. And again, if you've got pretty run-of-the-mill skin, just a gentle cleanser will do. If you tend to be more acne-prone or oily, look for something for more acne-prone skin. And that can be it. You may want to put a moisturizer on your skin if you tend to have dry skin, but a lot of the listeners out there may not need to do that. So For those of you who want to bump up your skincare game just a little bit, then I would recommend using a vitamin A cream, just like I recommend with my female patients. This is going to be something like a retinol or a retinoid, and it is going to help with cell turnover. It's going to help unclog any comedones or uh, blackheads. It's going to help with acne, and it's just going to help keep your skin looking better and healthier for decades to come. Just like with women, you use a small dot on your whole face, plus minus your neck every night or just a few nights a week is fine. And you just use that as your nightly cream really for the rest of your life. But that's not mandatory, but that's something extra you can do just like I recommend for my female patients Men can do it, of course. Hopefully that has given my male listeners some encouragement out there that yes, they can take care of their skin and no, it does not have to be complicated. It does not require multiple steps. It doesn't require alternating treatments on different days and doing different things on even days and other things on odd days. It really can be quite simple, but I would encourage all the guys listening to have some sort of routine, something very basic. Your face wash can be the same as your body wash. Just make sure you are cleaning your skin with something more than just your shampoo. And that you are wearing a sunscreen daily because men are really at an increased risk of skin cancer. And I think that's for a number of reasons, but one way to help prevent that is to make sure you are wearing a sunscreen every single day. And I also love hats and some protective clothing for all the guys out there who don't love having to goop up and put more sunscreen on multiple times a day. But again, course, men can do other things. They can apply serums. They can do cosmetic procedures. They can do vitamin A, but it's not mandatory to have good skin, but it is mandatory to at least do something. Okay, guys, thanks so much for joining. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, skin friends.